And I never ask my clients to judge me on my winners. I ask them to judge me on my losers because I have so few. I won't change my mind on anything, regardless of the facts that are set out before me. And that's all there is to it. Just another fat fuck walking out of the casino with a suitcase. All right, we're back. Conference championship week. Big week for gamblers. Big week for college football fans everywhere. We got a great episode on deck. Let's recap our weekends and we'll dive into the games. Shay, if you hop in first, well, I'll let you do it this week. Oh, oh, all right. Well, I'm going to be disappointing first. Fans, we started off hot, winning Thursday, Pitt, and then we won Friday. I forget the Friday game I had. I know you guys had Arizona State, which was an easy. That was a lock, basically. San I had Jose another State. win Friday. San Jose State. San Jose State. Thank you. Went two and zero on those weeknights. And then the yeah, well the week the weekend got kind of ugly. Zero uh, and three on the weekend. Wake Forest, eh. Missouri, eh. and the NFL parlay lost by three. So that's fine. It we're moving on. Didn't love the board last weekend, but I am loving it this weekend. Yeah, so I went two and three on the board. Um, one of those plays being a parlay that ended up not hitting with Wake plus two, playing horrible to start that game. Um, Pitt hit, Coastal didn't show up till late, Virginia didn't hit, and Minnesota was a hit. So I was 2-3 and three on the board, but I did have college basketball plays mixed in that I didn't tweet out once again. I apologize for that, but it's kind of something that I'm still trying to feel out before we give a lot of stuff. You saw that with the Dude, Ohio I'm State so, pick. I'm so night. sick of losing yeah. college basketball so, games by like half a point. That's what happens. It's tough, but 2-3 and three on the card, but ended up in a winning weekend. So um, it would have been a big weekend if Wake had just play the game everybody thought they were going to, but ended up two and three. So I don't hate it, don't love it, but kind of in a situation where we need a weekend now. I'll take three and two this weekend. I went three and two. Uh, winning record, up money, obviously that's always good. Uh, Wake Forest did choke for us, however. Uh, thought they had it early in the game, choked it late away. Uh, it wasn't really late away. It was like eight minutes left in the second quarter, just crumbled. Uh, but we're so back. We're, I mean, that's a good weekend. We're up money again. That means you're up money if you're listening to us, which you always should. But let's dive in. Let's go UAB Marshall. Uh, big game this week, obviously. Everywhere, every conference. UAB 5-3, and three, Marshall 7-1. and one. UAB is 2-6 and six against the spread. However, on the other side, Marshall 5-3 and three against the spread. That's not too bad. Marshall, 5.5-point favorites in this one. Over-under is set at 42. What are we doing? Yeah, so that's the reason I'm looking at this game right now is the over-under is so low. Um, we've talked about Marshall's defense. I think it's gotten better. Um, they're giving up only 73 yards on the ground per game and only 180 through the air. I mean, that is a suffocating defense. I mean, that's a team that showed up every week and has just played wonderful. Um, they did throw up an egg last week, which was tough. That was hard to see. You kind of look at that game and you're like, wow, that is just – I mean, that's not what you want to hear. Wells did not play well, threw a lot of interceptions, turned the ball over, lost to a bad Rice team. Um, that was two weeks ago, no? Two weeks ago? That was last week, last Thursday. or Which game? Marshall. Yeah, Marshall and Rice. Rice. I, I thought they had a week off. I didn't bet anyway, that is either way, it was, it was the last game they played. Bad. Um, but I do like Marshall to bounce back in a spot where maybe they lost that undefeated season they were really vying for, but they are in a spot to win a conference title against a team that's been there before. So there's a lot of added stuff to that. You were pointing. No, I was just saying. I, sorry. I <laughs> what are you pointing at? It was, it was two weeks ago that, that Rice lost. That was actually the last game they played. Um, that's what I meant to say. Well... I don't know. I'm not going to overthink this. I'm just going to give you Marshall. UAB, how are they in the conference championship? 
uh, as us the bitches fact, didn't have a program a few years. Yeah, ago. us de facto tech back fans. We should. Games. We should. I don't know. This is the argument we made before the podcast started. It kind of even goes into conference championships. Listen to this. Listen to this. UAB is three and one in conference play. Louisiana Tech is four and two. Louisiana Tech has the head to head. Why are they not in? I'm not. I'm not arguing. My pick is Marshall. Somebody just, call Conference just, USA. Why is that not it? Hello? They're fucking our dogs. <laughs> I just they are, and I I I think UAB just gets in because they're the only team with one loss in the conference, but they haven't played that many games. Marshall's easily the better team. Marshall by a touchdown. Yeah, I think this is going to be a situation where UAB struggles to score, and they play pretty good solid defense on their part too. But I do think that Marshall's offense is better than UAB's offense, just flat out. Um, Marshall, better defense, better offense. They threw up an egg in their last game. They're going to want to get back and play well. Uh, I kind of look this as UAB's in a spot where maybe they shouldn't be. Uh, they're a team that shouldn't be where they are. They have bad losses. They're terrible against the spread. Um, me and Reese, actually, we got a guest in the room. This is Reese. Reese yeah, Snyder yeah, live with the pod. Yeah, so we just had a stat we just looked at, actually, and UAB was 1-5 in, in their last six as underdogs against the spread. Here, that's a number you want to look at. That is you know, big. You, this is also pretty satisfying to Marshall fans. They're still 34th in the nation with 32 points per game. Yeah. Even after that. Well, egg I feel show like they threw they a lit. couple games in there where they just couldn't score. Like It wasn't just the Rice game. Let's hope we're just finding them on the right track. Yeah. But I we're do like Grant them. Wells. He's a freshman. He's going to learn from his mistakes. He's going to have a week or two to figure it out. I mean, as you said, we were there off last week. They have a chance to recuperate this kid get his confidence back, and just realize that he's a good football player and has a lot of promise in him, rather than destroy his confidence off one game that truly doesn't matter in the long run because they're still here. Also, taking effect, it's conference championship week. I mean, we're talking about a conference title. It's not going to be a game where you're going to find a lot of teams off of their game. Yeah, and UAB has quarterback troubles. They turn the ball over a ton. I mean, everything's pointing one way. Fans or loyal listeners, if you're betting Conference USA, tweet at us. We want to know, who are you taking in Friday night Conference USA Championship action? We love it. Let we us love know. It. Okay, let's jump to another group of five. Let's go to Tulsa at Cincy. Obviously a game we're looking forward to. Cincinnati, Cincinnati ninth in the college football playoff rankings that just released. Tulsa 6-1, six 6-1 and one, six and one against the spread. Cincinnati 8-0, 5-3 against the spread. Cincinnati rolls in 14-point favorites. The over-under is 45-and-a-half. Strange look for this one, I thought. This number is way higher than I thought it would be, and I guess that's because Vegas knows something we don't, right? Um, Tulsa plays close games. I Dude, I feel like they always know something. Uh, they know. They, they know. know. Okay. They Vegas know. knows most of the time. They don't Vegas know. Know. No, Vegas knows. <laughs> they know. I mean, it, looking at it, 14 is more than I thought. I was thinking like a 7, maybe 8 to start. Um, Cincinnati's had their really good wins. They've played really good football. Tulsa, on the other hand, has played good football quietly, I'd say. Yeah. You know, they keep games I mean, close. When they have played. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but they've played seven games. Yeah, that's, one that's less a good than number. Cincinnati. No, that's a good number. I agree. The only issue with Tulsa is, I mean, they keep games close when they should be way underdogs, and they keep games close when they should blow teams out. I'm looking at East Carolina yeah, right now. Say. I'm looking. Um, Let me rattle this off right, for you. Go ahead. One, two, three, four. Five, six of the seven games that they've played, they've kept it under 13 points, whether they've won or lost. That tells you something. When or when Vegas gives you a spread as big as this is, I get it. Cincinnati, I'm a Cincinnati fan. They are the real deal, but both of them have a very, very good defense. I think it's going to be a low-scoring battle. Take the under. I don't even know what it's at. Take, take the 45 under. 45.5 has 45 been bought down from 47. 
Because Cincinnati's not going to win by 15. The under's going to hit. But Tulsa has good defense, too. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Exactly my point. Just disrespect to this Cincinnati defense I feel like Vegas is giving them. I, I don't think Tulsa's offense is fantastic by any means. But they are a good football team. And for a conference championship game... This is disrespectful to their spread. I, I think so. There is a bad beat still lurking in my mind from the Cincinnati Bearcats uh, <laughs> the UCF three right weeks here. ago, and it'll never leave my head. So you got to play Tulsa here. I think they're a good team. Tulsa beat UCF, by the way. That so, is true. They had they have eight, some good wins. By eight. That's more. That would have covered that game, <laughs> what God circles, damn it. What like, sits in your mind more, all right? I'm going to give you two games. One they won, one they lost. A win against UCF by eight, or a, um, I guess it's both wins. A win against Navy by only 13. Well, Navy plays slow offense. That's exactly what I'm Army, That's Navy, a- Army, Navy. We talked about that last <laughs> week. Over-under was set at 38 or something like Magic that. Crazy. You Crazy. There were camouflage to the field. There was fog for the whites, and there was the turf that was so molded. 3 nothing going into the fourth hey, quarter. Hey, sweating out. For my brothers out there who took the over with me. You oh my God! Alone. You took the in a parlay. In a parlay. What? You you're not alone. You're not Thank alone. Thank God that Don't was not on his like card. Don't feel like you're a bad better. Somebody it wasn't on his card. That means he didn't want man. you to take it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, he didn't discuss that with us. We would have never. We never. <laughs> Those are my bad. Picks we don't allow that. We, we talked allow. about it. How it might be interesting, but then I was like, getting later in the week, I'm looking at the weather, and I'm looking. I'm like, yeah, no. Thank you, actually. Yeah, no, that was crazy. All right, let's jump to another one. Let's go, Louisiana Lafayette and Coastal Carolina Sun Belt Championship game. Obviously, Coastal 11 and 0. Did not cover last week. That Now we're even. That's tough scene. Now we're even. No, that was my payback. That loss is on me for all three of us. Uh, now we're even coastal, so we can go back to what we do. Louisiana Lafayette, 9-1, includes a win at Iowa State. 5-5 five and five against the spread. Uh, coastal, three-and-a-half point favorites. Over-under, 55-and-a-half. What are we doing? See, I like this game for a couple reasons. I don't love it. I like it. I love um, it. I, I'm looking at it, and I'm seeing a team in um, Louisiana that won a game early, and it has been quiet since, even with all the wins, right? I mean, they've done things to impress you, but they've also been so far under the radar, people aren't pointing them out every week. Coastal has been in the spotlight all year. Um, they're that surprise seeing us pick last or second to last within that conference. Um, three and a half is a weird number. It's not a number I really want to see right now. If you could... Move it down to yeah. three, it's 140. Yeah, I would, I would just... Put the more money down and take it at three because this feels like every single piece of a game that you've ever wanted to be at three and not three and a half. Yes. That's Vegas's hook in there to keep you maybe flaunting one side or buying it up or down. I mean that, but you got to do what you got to do at this point. I do like Coastal. I just think a situation where they're in a game they've never been in and a season they've never had is a big deal. But ULL is a real deal. I mean they're a great team. They play great on both sides of the football. They've won every game they've needed to, other than. Um, the one, but they do not like, kill I mean, opponents. However, no, that, right? We talked about this. No, they don't. Louisiana Lafayette wins by close margins. We've taken teams that have played against them for that reason. So I think you got to play coastal here. One, you saw how they play a couple weeks ago in a big game, right? It popped up against BYU. Yeah. That's a different team that than anybody thought would show up. Showed up, and I think it's gonna be the same thing. I think an under might be a play here too at fifty-five. I with think two to good defenses. Here's the deal. I'm not saying Louisiana is going to win the game, but if it stays at three and a half, take Lafayette. No. Yeah, I know the room. Don't do it, damn it. Listen, they they lost the Coastal by three. This game will come down to a field goal again. Buy it down. Take That's Coastal. Why this half point is magnificent. 
for you Lafayette fans. This is beautiful to see. They are giving up. I know. They're giving up 21 points per game. They finally got over the Appalachian State hump after getting beat by them for years and years and years. They're a more positive team since that Coastal loss. I don't know. They got to keep steady on the ground. Just remember, five weeks ago, Coastal played App. Appalachian State, Schaefer takes coast. Guess who takes Coastal? Me. Guess Here's who wins the, the game and Here's covered by a pick six in the last minute of the game? Me. Take the shots. They cover. They Man, not even last, last week. week it's Troy. No, that's that's last week. That was my apology. They had to do that to me. I deserve that. That's why I put two units on it. I lost it. It's fine. We're done. It's over with. They're back. I think, We're back. I think. I don't know. I think Louisiana is the better coached football team. I think Louisiana is a great coach. I think they're going to come be prepared. Sorry. I'm not saying they're going to win. I'm not. But I do think they're going to lose by three, two, maybe even one point on a last five second Five and five inches spread. Come on. Louisiana's 5-1 ATS. They the lost six games as, as road underdog. underdogs. Yes. That's, that's a big deal. I mean, You've never place. been to Brooks Stadium, have you? <laughs> Teal, get on the Teal turf. They're going to play this in a neutral site field. I don't know where they would play it at, but give it a neutral site game. Absolutely not. Coastal earned it. Uh, what was Coastal ranked? 13 an hour ago? When they, they come yeah, out? Yeah, 13th. Louisiana Didn't is 17th. Wow. Two it Sunbelt be, teams. College football playoff talk. Yeah, because if Louisiana, Coastal lost, they'd be, or to Louisiana, they'd be 17th. Louisiana would be 13th. So, it's This it's is going to be a great fun. game. It will be. It, it'll be a great game, but take Coastal. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Oh, and he's Find it on side. the board. There's, there's <laughs> oh, it'll be on the board. A lot of differences going on right now. Okay, let's go to the Mountain West. Boise State at San Jose State. San Jose State hits for the boys last weekend. They are 6-0, 5-0-1 against the spread. They have not been beat. We love that. Uh, Boise State, 5-1, 3-3 against the spread. San Jose State rolls in at 6.5-point dogs, and the over-under is 56. What are we doing? This line's moved down two points already from 8.5 to 6.5. Boise State's, again, kind of one of those teams that started winning games earlier than... um, Kind of fell off the radar of a lot of people. San Jose State, on the other hand, is having a great year. A situation like Coastal, where they weren't picked to be very high in their conference. They got in a they battle still, last week in Laramie. They did. And I just I see that. But I think the Laramie thing is a lot of the snow, too. There's a lot of issues over there. And Wyoming tends to always play Boise State close. But just looking at this game, it's a stay away from me. Um, just because that line's pretty high. And I don't know if Boise State will blow them out, right? And I think that's got a lot to do with the passion and the drive on the other side of San Jose State. I do like Boise State. I always like betting on them, but I just don't see it as a play here for me. If I had to play, I don't want to lay against Boise. Oh, that's where I'm going. Go ahead, Chase. That's where I'm going. San Jose State has won me a couple bets here uh, this year. And shout out to Stanford Stephen the Bear and their pod. They really are the story of the year. They can't even shower in their own facilities. They can't practice in their own uh, field. And this team is six and zero. And I don't know if you guys ever pay attention to San Jose State football. They are always the worst team in the country year after year. This is an awesome story. They have a solid defense. If we want to get into a bottom four playoff, we can have that conversation. I don't think they're in that most of the times. Let's say that. (laughs) But their defense is one of the best in the non-power fives in the country. They give up 17 points a game. They had a great cover last week. They cover. They cover. They cover. They cover. 5-0-1. Sick. I think this game will come down to a field goal, which is six and a half. That's a perfect look. I don't – Starkle's a great quarterback. He doesn't turn the ball over. Boise State's – I mean, this isn't like this overly shocking Boise State team from 15 years ago when we were, you know, where were we, eight or whatever. 
just get San Jose State. This is this is their Super Bowl. If they come out and win this game, this is the biggest win in their school history. I'm not I'm not going to touch this game. I just want to watch it. I don't know enough about both teams. San Jose State did, however, win me win for me last week. Uh, their defensive line are men. They those guys get in the backfield every other play. And I'll tell you why. If I had to play it, I would play San Jose State. Last week, it came down to a garbage time drive that they were trying to put together. San Jose State had a 20-year-old defensive lineman have three sacks in a row, go over to the sideline, throw up, and get another sack on fourth down. That's <laughs> this the 20-year-old I want to bet on. <laughs> That's, a... That's the team I want to bet on. They don't shower throwing facility. So bet on San Jose State. That's our advice. Okay. We touched on a lot of games. But now we're going to take a break before we touch on the Power 5 Conference Championships, and we're going to go to our interview with a new friend of the podcast, the first guest ever. It is Will Scott, better known as Willie Betts on TikTok. We'll, we'll talk to him for a bit, and we'll come on back. Okay, we now welcome on a very special guest. Our first guest, it is Will Scott, better known as Willie Betts on TikTok. He is the voice of the Syracuse Orange on the ACC Network and also the Brazos Valley Bombers in the TCL Texas Collegiate Summer League. Uh, also a big contact creator on Bigot. Uh, Will, do you want to talk about Bigot real quick to the uh, viewers? Yeah, absolutely. You know, this is a up-and-coming sports betting app that um, I think any sports better would thoroughly enjoy. And the great thing about it is that you can place bets for free without having to put any money in like you would on a book or on FanDuel or wherever. So uh, here's what you do. You go, you go to the App Store, type in Vigit. It'll be the first thing that pops up. And then put in referral code WILLYBETS and you get 1,000 free Bitcoins right off the bat. Um, you can compete for cool stuff like Amazon gift cards if you work your way up the daily leaderboard. So uh, it's a lot of fun, and uh, I think uh, anyone that likes sports betting like us, gentlemen, would would very much enjoy the app. Oh, I for sure. I sounds anytime I can not use my money or lose my money, then I'm <laughs> see uh, losing money. We don't want that. We no, don't we want don't that. do that very often. We don't <laughs> right. do that very often. Uh, but let's uh, let's roll into some questions, and then we'll lead it off with JP. Yeah. So I know that you don't put usually your plays out on TikTok so like Thursday or Friday before a Saturday slate. Mm -hmm. um, but kind of leading into those conference title games and obviously the Big Ten's cross-divisional stuff they got going on this week, how much stock are you putting into conference titles? Um, like with Florida playing Alabama, if Alabama were to lose, um, Clemson, Notre Dame, if Clemson were to win or Notre Dame was to win, how much stock are you putting into those with the college football playoff this year and the weird year it's been? You know, conference championship week is always very interesting because you're going to have lines that a lot of them could be pickums, like the Pac-12 championship game on Friday night. You know, USC is only a three-point favorite. Then you're going to have very drastic lines, like we're seeing in the SEC championship game, where a top 10 team is a 17-point favorite against another top 10 team in Alabama, Florida. Last year in the ACC championship, Clemson was a 28-and-a-half-point favorite against Virginia, and they covered. So that's what's very interesting about conference championships is that, you know, you're going to see a lot of close games and maybe some blowouts. Um, and this is a conference championship week that, that we haven't really seen before because you have a lot of these conference title games and then just a lot of makeup games that we're seeing, especially in the SEC, like you said, in the Big Ten and uh, Big 12 as well. You know, really something that, that stands out to me looking at this, looking at this slate is the Pac-12 championship game on Friday night. Why is a undefeated 
top 15 USC team, only a three-point favorite against a Oregon team that wasn't even supposed to be playing in the game. And the public is pounding USC. 72%, according to William Hill, the public is taking USC. So, uh, you know, I probably was going to be asked about that game later, but uh, that is the one game I'm like, hmm, very interesting. Um, but I can tell you that USC has gotten very, very lucky this year, especially late game. So uh, that would be the one kind of thing that would scare me in terms of betting Oregon in that game. Yeah, we were looking at that game, talking about it last night, and we always think, you know, Vegas knows something. There's a reason the line is where it is. Mm -hmm. um, we talked about how we, I don't believe in USC all that much, but I don't, you know, like, um, give them so much hate that I don't think they're a better team than Oregon. It's just the fact that they haven't done anything to really stand out and impress me. Like, Keaton Slovis is a guy. Um, he's played really well. He had a great year last year when he came in and played, and that's a weird game to us, too. Like, we, we were thinking all USC, right? But some, somebody knows something that lines that low, right? And it'll probably move up as the week goes before Friday night comes around. So, yeah, that's definitely an interesting one to us for sure. Um, when, you, when, you look at the, when you look at the teams, you know, obviously USC is undefeated. Oregon isn't. Oregon, Oregon probably has the more talented roster. And they've kind of under, maybe under exceeded expectations this year. And USC, I think, is a little bit overachieved this year. UCLA had them. And they just blew it in the end. And even, you know, UCLA had a chance to cover in the end, and they give up the touchdown and, and don't cover. So that is a very interesting game. Um, I'm Like you said, I'm going to be putting out my card probably on Friday. But that could definitely make an appearance. Yeah, kind of leading into so we kind of got your idea on the Pac-12 game. So um, do you have any leans that you're looking at right now before maybe you put your official card out? What are you leaning on most of these games this weekend? Yeah, yeah, there's a couple, and, um, you know, I was very happy with the slate this weekend. You may have noticed I didn't have any plays last week. It was the worst college football betting slate I've ever seen, not to mention top, the, my top two plays both got canceled. The games got canceled, so I didn't even put anything out. Um, Wilson-Cincinnati is another very interesting one because you're giving 14 points to a top 25 Tulsa team, and if – Anybody, you know, in sports betting has followed Tulsa this year, they know that they are absolutely absurd in finding a way to cover. I mean, I had them minus two and a half against SMU a few weeks back. They're down by 21 points. They come back and win the game by four. And then, and then the very next week against Tulane, they're down the entire game. They have to throw a Hail Mary just to send an overtime. They have a pick six to win the game that, in overtime to cover the five and a half. That game was awesome. <laughs> it's just unreal. They, I call them the covering snake because if you bet against them, they will sneak up on you and bite you. Do not bet against Tulsa. I think a lot of people are looking at this and being or saying, oh, man, this is going to be a pissed off Cincinnati team. They're number nine in the college football playoff rankings. They probably should be a top five, top 16. They, they have something to prove. Tulsa's defense is elite. Their offense always comes alive in the second half. I think Cincinnati will probably win this football game, but Tulsa's going to make it very, very interesting, at least in the end. So that is uh, another one of my leans, I would say, is taking Tulsa, who's 5-2 and two ATS yeah. this season. Love that. Well, kind of moving off of that, I don't know, we're not necessarily talking about bets in this sort of scenario, but in one of your TikToks, you said that Texas A&M is arguably the most overrated team in the country. First of all, 
I love that pick. <laughs> I, I totally agree. So mm -hmm. if they are, and the scenario is Clemson loses this weekend, do you think they'll get in? Do you think they deserve to get in? You said Cincinnati should be a top five team. Do you think, what are you leaning there? Well, by the way, I do not regret taking Auburn um, because Auburn <laughs> should have covered and should have won that football game. And by the way, Auburn blowing that game, the dropped interception that would have sealed the deal, kept me from a four-and-one card that week. So I will never forgive Auburn for that. <laughs> um, no, te Texas A&M is the – and I'll say it again. I've said it a million times. Saying they're the most overrated team in the country. They're not that good of a football team. And everyone was saying, oh, they beat Florida. Florida just lost a three-win LSU team. Yep. So that win does not look as good to me anymore. Um, other than that, who have they beaten? They haven't beaten anybody. And they play Tennessee this week. Their game against Ole Miss would have beat them, by the way. Their game against Ole Miss gets canceled. So they have this cupcake schedule at the end of the season. I don't think they're very good. And the crazy thing is they're probably going to get into the playoff with either an Ohio State loss or a Clemson loss. I don't think we're going to see either of those two things happen, but they're right there. Number five is, you know, always seems to get in in the last week. Um, I, if I was an AP voter, I would have Cincinnati as my number five team in the country. You cannot penalize Cincinnati for having games canceled and not Ohio State. It's absolutely absurd that the, the committee keeps dropping Cincinnati and not Ohio State when they're, bo when, they're when they're basically in the same boat. By the way, Cincinnati's played three more games. Cincinnati is taking care of business, and it's, it's, it's ironic. I'm giving props to Cincinnati when I'm probably going to bet against them this week. But <laughs> Um, I, I think this is, this is a top five, top six team in the country that deserves consideration. And Coastal Carolina would probably be my top eight if I was an AP voter. I think they, they deserve consideration if Dude, there's some chaos. I'm on <laughs> oh, yeah. If we want to talk about teams that cover, Coastal covered. They always find a way. out the hard way when I took BYU uh, a couple weeks back against them. <laughs> That's funny because I did the same thing. I rode with Coastal all year, and then BYU came up, and I'd also been kind of a – the fact I believed in BYU, I truly uh -huh. Zach Wilson was one of the best quarterbacks in the country. I laid the BYU nine and a half, and I ate it. So, <laughs> I you know, B BYU, um, I, I don't think they 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 are who we thought they were. Um, <laughs> this was a this was a team that was blowing everybody out. Yeah. I, you know, I, I wasn't that high on the Sun Belt. I think I was wrong there because you know you got UL Lafayette who beat Iowa State earlier in the season. They they haven't lost a game since their loss to Coastal. Um, but Coastal, you know, give them credit. You know, they 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 took care of business. And you know, you have to wonder how much of the fact that BYU had two days to prepare and um, you know late notice flying across the country, what that kind of factored into it. Uh, their offense just didn't look very good. They're deep. I mean, if you would have told me that I think the final score is what 23 to 17 or something like that. If you would have told me coast. Yeah. If you were to tell me that coastal would have scored that many points, I thought BYU would have won the game by 30 points because yes. I thought BYU was going to score 60 points. It just didn't happen. They just didn't have their best stuff, but give coastal credit. They've taken care of business. They they found a way to win last week as well against Troy. So that kind of brings us to maybe the Sunbelt championship game. If you want to talk about that, because I, I am not touching that line with a 20, <laughs> foot pole that line is insanely difficult because UL Lafayette is a very very good football team that arguably has a more impressive resume than Coastal I mean what I'm what I'm trying to think about is that if UL Lafayette hadn't lost to Coastal which they narrowly did they almost beat him 
would UL Lafayette be ahead of Iowa State right now in the in the playoff polls? I mean, they beat Iowa State. As, I, I, I completely agree. I mean, just I'm, as an Iowa State fan, I'm not arguing that at all. I mean, they are 10-0. I think the Sun Belt Conference is much better than it has been. Even apps, their win against App State was a huge hurdle that they've been trying to climb for years. It's a very intriguing argument. I think that, I, I mean, the college football playoff, they just love Power 5 schools. So I think Iowa yeah. State would get that. If, not that they didn't, wouldn't deserve it, but I think in that right. case, they'd probably be like two spots behind them. But, yeah, if they were 10-0, I probably think they would deserve it. Just the college football playoff just doesn't see that ever with those non-Power 5s. Yeah, those voters love Blue Bloods. They love the big names, whether you have three losses. Like, you're looking at a North Carolina team who's shown they're good, but they have three losses, and they're above a lot of one-loss, two-loss teams. Um, so, like, those Blue Bloods and teams that have kind of come alive with name-brand coaches have gotten a lot of love. And I feel like that's every year you're seeing it, and you're seeing it with Ohio State this year, um, maybe with A&M this year as well that hasn't improved mm-hmm. at all. So, I think it's kind of tough to even with an undefeated team. Like, Cincinnati, exactly, I think, is a better team than ULL. Even if ULL were to beat Coastal, I think Cincinnati and Iowa State are still above them just with the simple fact that one's in the Sun Belt, one's in the Big 12. Also, I think if you, Absolutely get, agree. If you get A&M back into the college football playoff, they do sneak in in that five spot. You're going to see the same thing you saw earlier this year where Alabama beats them by 28. I, I, I agree. I do not think they're that good of a football team. And I think if Cincinnati and the A&M play, I think Cincinnati wins it. Oh, 100%, 100%. And, you know, A&M, I, I really think they should have scheduled someone this weekend because their game got canceled against Ole Miss. They didn't because they knew that they might lose if they scheduled a Cincinnati and Ohio State. Um, and now they're in a spot there. They just need one of those top um, three or four teams to lose if they want to get into the college football playoff. And all they have to do is beat a Jeremy Pruitt coach Tennessee team. So that shouldn't be that difficult. <laughs> yeah, a lot of teams have found that not difficult this year. <laughs> Okay, my question is, I wanted to jump, I wanted to turn the page. Uh, I wanted to go to college basketball really quick. It's still something that it's so young and so early in the year that it's hard to bet. Um, Mm -hmm. What goes into your college basketball bets when you look at stats and how do you analyze teams this early in the year to make a good bet? It's very similar to to what I look for in college football, and that's all about trends. You know, what what did trends kind of point toward here? That can be dangerous sometimes. Uh, You know, last week I had – Bryant is a five and a half point favorite. Uh, they were playing St. Francis, New York, who they beat the previous day by 19 and were up in that game by more than 30 points. And they get out to, you know, a 16 point second half lead as a five point favorite. I'm like, oh, I'm chilling. I got this in the bag. And then Bryant blows it. So, you know, those type of trends can sometimes be dangerous in terms of, you know, what has this team done that, that, that we could see today? What have they done against this one team? Um, I don't really look into ATS records that much. It depends on the game. It depends on the school. Uh, this early in the season, I, I kind of like to handicap more than I like to bet. I don't think I'm going to post a public basketball, college basketball play, that is, until probably after um, bowl season or maybe during bowl season with college football. So, this early is tough, especially with no fans in the stands. There's not much of a home court advantage. Um, so that's interesting. I will say that there is a lot of value in taking a good small conference school against a bad big conference school. Um, I think Furman, did they beat Bama last night? I mean, it was, I need, I need to. I, I saw it close. I don't know what the outcome yeah. was. Yeah. 
Um, but, you know, that's a situation that I think the average better. Uh, they lost by three, but they covered the spread. Um, the, the spread was six, so people are thinking, oh, Alabama against Furman? Let me bet minus six for Bama. Easy. That's a, literally a bye game. Um, and Furman goes out and leads the whole game, and then, you know, I think they have a 10-point yeah, halftime lead and then lose it in the end, but, they, you know, they still cover that six-point spread. So in terms of that, there's going to be value this early in the season, um, you know, especially if you're, if you're betting against a bad team. Do not bet against good teams very often. That would be my advice. Uh, bet against bad basketball teams that are inconsistent, that you don't know what you're going to get, not, that you don't know what you're going to get out of them night in and night out. I will tell you uh, kind of my uh, secret weapon, though, for college basketball betting. All right. I want it. <laughs> yeah, I, I need it. it. I need <laughs> it. <laughs> that would be the Gardner-Webb running Bulldogs. <laughs> they are a covering machine. If you look at ATS trends dating back to, I believe, 2001, when, when ATS records started being trapped. Gardner-Webb has the sixth highest covering percentage of any school in the entire country and first among schools that have played at least 105 games with a line. Uh, I handicapped Gardner-Webb last season. I did not lose a single bet handicapping Gardner-Webb. Uh, they are absolutely fantastic. They, they pushed in their last game uh, – I, I forgot who they played, but they pushed in their last game. Uh, oh, it was against East Tennessee uh, State or something. And they covered easily in their first game against Western Kentucky. They were a 20-point dog and only lost by two points. So that is my secret weapon uh, with Gardner-Webb. You will probably see the running Bulldogs making some appearances on my TikToks uh, <laughs> later on in the college basketball season. But kind of going off of that, you know, Vegas doesn't care about the Big South. They're not going to try to trick you with the Big South line. And I can tell you that for the small conference lines, all they do is look at the Ken Palm projected score and make that the line. That's, that's they do no homework on it. They say, oh, Ken Palm thinks Gardner-Webb's going to lose by four. Let's make him a four-point dog. That's all they do. So they're not going to put a lot of effort into trying to trick you with the big conference lines, or I should say, say small conference lines but you know a Kentucky Duke game they might try to trick you with that but I don't think they really care about uh the big south the SOCON uh the MAC I don't really think they they give much stock to those type of games that we're going to be seeing at two o'clock on a Tuesday mm -hmm. so that's just something to keep in mind uh, for sports bettors as we move into conference play here in the next few weeks so do you lean more towards those small conferences or do you still love to bet those power fives? I bet more. Uh, well, I don't know. It's, it, that's a tough call. I mean, with the power five, it's obviously a little bit easier to follow yep. schools like that. Um, you know, I can't, I can't watch every East Tennessee state game or Abilene Christian game, by the way, Abilene Christian might be a covering machine this year uh, by stocking them. Um, it's, it's hard to say because those are lines that you can easily expose as opposed to the big conferences, which might be a little bit trickier to expose, but you can watch teams like that, like the Kentuckys, the Dukes, 
the Kansases on TV every night. Um, so it's tough to say. I would say I'm 50-50 in terms of betting big against small conferences. Um, but I don't like to bet on teams that I'm not familiar with. That has not worked out for me in the past. I'm familiar with the Gardner Webb. I'm familiar with an Abilene Christian. So do not that would be another big piece of advice is is don't bet on teams you're not familiar with um and i think that that's uh kind of something that's important to consider for sure Go ahead. i'll say well being the big acc guy that you are kind of moving back into football what are your thoughts on the championship game this weekend if clemson loses do you keep them in if notre dame loses by a lot do you keep them in what do you kind of think when I, uh, when I looked at the first Notre Dame-Clemson line a few weeks back and saw Notre Dame was a six-and-a-half-point dog, I literally laughed. I'm like, that is so, – I took Notre Dame money line, I took them plus six-and-a-half. I mean, that is – it was just you – know, you had Trevor Lawrence out. Notre Dame is a very, very good football team. And then I look at this line, I see ten-and-a-half, and I'm like, what? <laughs> like, Clemson has Trevor Lawrence back, but they're playing on the road. They're playing in a – they're playing a very tough Notre Dame team. It's Clemson will win the game probably. It's going to be a you know five six seven point game. That's going to be close. Um, but betting against Clemson always scares me. It's that's the first time literally I've ever bet against Dabo Sweeney was when they played Notre Dame um, a few weeks back. So I don't like do I don't like betting against Dabo. But to answer your question, the thing that the thing that kind of scares me about betting on Notre Dame in this is that they don't really have much to play for here. Um, they are in regardless of what happens thanks to LSU beating Florida I think I think I think they're in regardless of what happens so Clemson has everything to play for um Notre Dame has nothing to, or not much to play for I mean they're playing for an ACC title but they're in the playoff regardless mm -hmm. so that's something to consider it's um I think Notre Dame is in with a loss I I heard Dabo Sweeney say this week that they should be in with the loss that is absolute baloney they, if Clemson loses the most overrated team in college football, Texas A&M should get in over them. Clemson, you cannot put a two-loss Clemson team in with few impressive wins in uh, after two losses against Notre Dame. I think Clemson is out with a loss, but Notre Dame regardless is in, and that is what scares me about the 10-and-a-half with Notre Dame is they might not be as motivated. For sure. I don't know. I think if any motivation, I almost see it as like an extra playoff game for them. You know, we all know of Notre Dame's reputation of getting just absolutely killed in the national championship or in the college football playoff. I think that they, they need to prove that they got to play Clemson close moving into the playoff in a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. but I agree. I don't think they have much motivation to play for as well, though. Yeah, I got to – thinking about that right now, let's say – um, Clemson beats Notre Dame right now. They got both got one losses and they're both in. Do they play again in the two, three spot or do you move one of them to four? You know what I mean? Like they can play three times. Right. I think the committee wants to avoid a, uh, a, a rematch here. In, in this case, it would be a three match, I guess you could say, um, especially in back to back games. You know, last year, I think a lot of people were surprised when they had LSU as the number two team in the country for a while behind Ohio State. People are like, how, why? Like, LSU has by far the more impressive resume. And I think the reason for that was they thought Alabama was going to get in at number four last year, and they wanted to avoid a one LSU versus four Alabama semifinal. Mm 
Um, and Alabama lost to Auburn. We, they didn't have to worry about that. And then sure enough, LSU gets moved up to one as they, as they should have been. Um, I think they would probably here, – here's what I think is going to happen. If, if Clemson beats Notre Dame, which, you know, is probably likely, you're going to have Bama at one, Clemson at two, Ohio State at three, Notre Dame at four. So you'd have Alabama, Notre Dame semifinal, Clemson and Ohio State semifinal. I think those are two matchups that college football fans would be really excited about. Now, chaos happens if Notre Dame beats Clemson. You know, then what do you do? And then, I mean, oh, my goodness, if Notre Dame beats Clemson and Northwestern beats Ohio State, <laughs> Your your cyclones might get in nah, if that happens. Man, I That's what he was fishing hey, for. No, was don't give me that hope, bro. Don't give me that hope. He was fishing <laughs> for that answer. No, I love it. But what do you do? It's, it's going to be interesting. What do you do for a group of five teams like Coastal who go out and they do everything they're asked for? They cover the spread all year long. They play games within three days' notice, beat teams that they're supposed to be beaten by. Do they just have to play tougher opponents earlier in the year? Because we're talking about a five-win or a six-win Ohio State team getting in over a 12-win football team if they win this week. Ever since the committee was established in 2014, they have thoroughly disrespected the small conference schools. And it, 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 it's really irritating. And, you know, a lot of people think that should lead to an expansion of the playoff. Um, and I actually do not want that. And here's why. College football is so unique in that every game matters so much. You look at Alabama LSU last year. That game was a playoff playing game. That is, that was such a big game. You look at Notre Dame Clemson this week. Clemson has to win this game to you know have a chance at national championship. If Clemson, if we had an 18 playoff and Clemson lost, no big deal. They would still get in. So that's what I love about college football is that you can't afford to lose to ULF yet in week one. You know, you have to, you have to, sorry, I had to go. No, no, I, have to. No, I agree. There's no argument for me. I totally agree. You have to, you have, a lot of teams have to win every game to have a shot. And I think that's the really unique thing about college football. You know, we, we see college basketball, you know, a 12 lost teams to go to the final four. So I, I think that it's, it's really cool with college football that, that that'll happen. And, and if we have an 18 playoff, you're going to see a lot of two lost teams get in. So I, I, don't, I don't really want that. However, the small conference schools deserve a chance. Coastal, in my opinion, being, you know, soon to be a possible 12-0 team, deserves the chance to compete for a national championship. Same, I would have said the same thing for BYU if, if they were 12-0. So that, that is what the committee has to figure out. Uh, but, you know, even, I don't, even if Coastal would have gone in to, you know, a, a big school in, in week one, you know, I'm not Kansas, they beat Kansas, but, you know, Kansas doesn't count. Yeah, had they actually played a football team in week one and beat them, I still think the committee would be disrespecting them and leave it out because they just, they don't put any stock into conference games for those small conference schools. They literally don't count. And that's annoying because you see, you see what U.S., or I should say UCF did to Auburn a few years back, and that really proves that maybe the best group of five team can go in to a playoff environment and win. I think Coastal would, you know, put up a fight with a Texas A&M. I don't know about an Ohio State, but heck, I think Cincinnati would put up a fight with a team like Ohio State or like Clemson. I don't know if they would win, but they would make it interesting. So we'll see what happens. But, you know, unfortunately with, with Cincinnati being at nine and Coastal being at, I think, 11 or 12, that's, that's not going to happen. Right. 
All right. Well, we touched on a lot. We got a lot of information. We appreciate you joining the show. Our first guest ever. Again, this is Will Scott, better known as Willie Betts on TikTok. You can follow him at Twitter at WillScott44. He is the voice of the Syracuse on the ACC network and voice of the Brazos Valley Bombers. Uh, you will find him a lot on our page. We'll be interacting with him. We appreciate you joining the show, Will, and uh, hopefully we'll talk to you soon. Hey, appreciate you guys. Thanks. Best of luck with the podcast. All right. We're back. That was a fun interview. It was, uh, it was nice to uh, talk to Will, get his opinions on things. But let's jump into our own opinions with some details. Let's start in the Big 12. Let's go Oklahoma at Iowa State. Obviously, the biggest game Iowa State has ever played in the Big 12 title game. Oklahoma rolls in 7-2 and two with a loss to Iowa State earlier in the year. 6-3 and three against the spread. Iowa State 8-2 and two and 6-4 and four against the spread. Iowa State 5-point dogs in this one. The over-under is 58.5. What are we doing? You talk or what? Are, what is JP doing, Schaefer? Yeah, what you're are talking you talking? What are yeah? What are you? Oh, what are you talking? I'm, I'm not right, saying. I'm just word. saying. Hey, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, yeah, this is. I mean, I think we hit the nail on the head on this one on the spread. Yeah, we said that. Yeah. So I think this is exactly what I expected. I expected a situation where you got these two teams in it. I didn't see Oklahoma really playing horrible the rest of the year. Iowa State's done what they needed to do and be to be in the position that they are in. Um, having a great year, one loss in the Big Twelve is kind of something that tells you. Five years ago, were you really going to sit here and tell them they were in that position? Probably not, right? Um, but looking at this game, you have an over-under that is intriguing to me for a couple reasons. This team scores – these they score a lot of points when they play each other, no matter the defenses. Oklahoma's going to put up their points. Iowa State can put up points, and they have shown them that they can. I get Oklahoma's defense has gotten better as the year has gone, but I'm not as impressed with it with I am Iowa State. I'm just saying – an over could be a play here in a fun game. I don't see this being low scoring. I don't see this being a slug amount because if Oklahoma gets in a slugfest with a team that can possess the ball like Iowa State can, they'll be in trouble, right? Uh, the line perfectly reflects what Oklahoma's done the last couple weeks. I do think that Iowa State has got everything behind them in every situation ever to play great in this game, to cover this game, and possibly win this football game. However... I just think a red-hot team that you've already beat once or that you lost to once, it's hard to beat a team twice, let alone in a situation like this where one hasn't been there where and the other's I been mean, it's like the their backyard. Been, yeah. yeah, And so I just think looking at it, if I had to lean one way, I'd take Oklahoma. My, this is what's happening. My heart's telling me take Iowa State. Take this is what my heart's telling me. I don't know what's going on my over here. My brain is telling me. I'm looking me, at the screen and I'm yeah. just, I want to change opinions. But like Boomer – it's just my head is saying Oklahoma, 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 Oklahoma. My heart's telling me Iowa State. So it's kind of a tough situation. I got a hand raised over here. I'm interested. Okay, uh, Reese. Input some in info. Just in say it with your chest. Some stats here for a head-to-head. Love the stats. last five meetings, the Sooners are 0-5 against the spread. And Thank the, you, Reese. The underdog is 5-0 and against the spread in the last five meetings as well. Thank you, Reese. You are moving into my first <laughs> point. Matt K- Okay, I'm not. This isn't, take the gam- this isn't a gambling thing. This is a fan thing. Ready? Uh, no, go. no, no. It is not. It <laughs> it's is a fan not. thing. It's no, a fan thing. No, I was not. I'm not saying Iowa State's going to win. Matt Campbell has covered the spread against Oklahoma in every game he's coached in his entire career. We're talking about a touchdown, Shafe. We're not talking about a. We're, we're talking about five another, points. Here's another stat for you Iowa State's been outscored by Oklahoma by 50 points in the first half. And you know what? We've outscored them by 50 in the second half. So when you're bet in Iowa State, which I can very much see, Oklahoma's a great team. Us getting down 17 early in the first half. 
I this team. That's why I like the over though. Too. Okay, that's that. No, that's a perfect. I'm not arguing your own. No, no, runner. no. I'm saying I think if I really like got this heart head thing going on, we yeah, might just sure, rock with sure. the over and be like, this. Like, team, give me a great game. You know. Go, yeah, Matt Campbell won't let this team roll over. They're gonna fight back. They're gonna claw back. They'll probably. I can even see it. They'll fuck. Sorry, don't want to cuss too much. No, they, you can say fuck. Mom we can say fuck. Yeah. We say fuck here. They will score. They'll be down fourteen. They'll get within seven, probably with two minutes left. They'll grind it out. I don't know. This spread will be very close. A lot of people are saying Oklahoma is going to come out and kill us. You're not watching real football. You haven't been watching it all year. I'm sorry. Everybody's saying it's because of Spencer Rattler. I'm not you clearly. I'm no, no. I'm not saying you did. I'm saying no, I'm people saying, have been like saying Spencer much. Rattler. It is not because of Spencer Rattler. Oklahoma's defense has been paying significantly better all season long. I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to tell you not to take. I, I sat here. I sat here. To pick here. I prepared myself to tell you to take Oklahoma. I listened to the statistics around me, and they've changed my mind completely. <laughs> I'm fucking rolling clones money line. They're going to win this game. They've never been there. Neither has Spencer Rattler. This team doesn't quit, though. They le- Legitimately. They do not quit. They do Neither not has Spencer Rattler. No, don't say that. Don't say that. Now I'm taking I think I'm a fan. I'm not a fan. I'm just a better. <laughs> I think this is the play here, Iowa State, to win this game. I mean, Bet on that. It's an unbiased opinion. It can be biased, but unbiased. I've watched every game this year. It's different than most years. I mean, yeah, it's me being a fan, but at the same time, I'm like, I mean, there's a reason that they're here. This is a different team than we've had in the past. They don't give up on games. Here, I got a public service announcement. Taking Iowa State to win by three. I'm buying it. Public service announcement for the state of Iowa. All right. Oh, no. (laughs) Morningside's the best team in Iowa. There's no (laughs) argument. If you are a person in the state of Iowa who does not have affiliation with Iowa State, doesn't cheer for them ever, you're for an Iowa fan, a UNI fan, a Drake fan, someone outside the box like Oklahoma or some BS. Look at this game and the situation that this season has kind of spilled out on top of us. If you are in the state of Iowa and you are pissed that Iowa State's in this situation, if you are pissed that they have won games and you don't care and you're going to act all big and mighty about this, get over yourself. All right. There's a there's a team in the state that is playing for a conference title in a strange year where they've played great football and probably exceeded expectations. Let your Iowa State fans enjoy it. Cheer on with them. It's a football. It's good for the state this of Iowa. Be as the a nicest whole. Iowa so thing I've ever seen. Just might be the nicest thing I've ever heard JP say. <laughs> just sit back and watch Iowa State. You don't have to cheer for them. Don't be an ass. Don't be, say anything negative. Don't talk about no, Iowa. Fuck because that. Iowa's Take not them and cheer for them. Because listen, here's the deal. The Hawks were in this position a couple years ago and lost a heartbreaker, and I can't begin to fathom what it would be like to have that second time. But the, I'm saying when no, it here's happened the deal. to me. Here's the deal. When it As happened to me, was hurt. No, absolutely. And I rooted for the Hawks in that conference championship, but once they got to the, playing the Rose Bowl against McCaffrey, I wanted him to run all over the Hawks. But I, in that biggest situation to get into the college football playoff – I did not wish pain upon the Hawks. Nobody That's likes us Oklahoma. being Iowa nice people. That's who we are. Nobody <laughs> likes Oklahoma except Oklahoma. So roll the close. <laughs> plus one seventy. That's a nice little payday there. And plus you get to cheer at a game at eleven a.m. on Saturday. Yeah, Reese's got a stat. Let's hit. Let's da, 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 da. Just to go over uh, the over is also four and zero in the last four meetings for these. Two that's what I like. We just gave you two winners. Yeah, you're welcome. So that's what I'm saying. I, I'm not going to play. 
probably the spread. I'll probably play an over because I want to watch a really good football game, and I don't see how this is low scoring. I get they've seen each other. But they've over seen each other in years past, too. Over under percentages or number of tears Matt Campbell sheds if Iowa State wins this game. No, Buddy was crying no, like a listen, bitch last Listen, week. hey, Ferris cries too, all right? Relax over there. <laughs> I'd pay $500 to get that pregame speech from Matt Campbell. Just to, for the rest of my life, recorded on my phone for when I'm going like to a ring a job. <laughs> yeah, for a job interview for, for when my child is born. Matt it's, Campbell, you fu- you fire us up. You fire Schaefer <laughs> up. Congratulations. Okay, let's go to another 11 a.m. Saturday game. You're we welcome. have times no, for conference time. titles. Uh, Northwestern at Ohio State, obviously the Big Ten title. A yeah. lot can of we, controversy in this game. Last? All right, ready? Yeah. This is going to be sorry. my... Sorry, I didn't want to No, 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 no. He's good. He's good. Here's my two cents worth. No, no, no. No two cents. Uh, Let's talk about the line. Ohio State is 20 and a half point favorites. The over-under is 56 and a half. Northwestern's offense still sucks like a stinky pussy. Northwestern is 6 and 1, 5 and 1 and 1 against the spread. Ohio State is 5 and 0 oh and 3 and 2 against the spread. Not very good. What happens? Here, this one, this game hurts to watch just because you're looking at Iowa and you're like, dude, I mean... You're a point off. You had a 17 point lead. Everything points to you winning that football game, and you're just, you basically run it down your leg, and that's the end of that, right? That's the end of your season. That's the situation where you're 0 2, blah, blah, blah. I don't really care for either one of these teams. I think, this as a Big Ten fan, I get it why they did it. I don't like that Ohio State got in. It's a weird year. You're already going to cry about it if they even get into the playoff. It's just going to come a bigger kaboom. This is all everybody up top that thinks they make all the decisions, right? that puts Ohio State in the conference title game, wipes the rules they wrote for themselves, and they're going to throw them into the playoff too. I mean, they're sitting at four right now. Um, oh, On the other side, Northwestern, not a good team. Like, I get that they have Your loss is to Michigan State. Are you fucking kidding yeah, me? But, like, they played, they beat Wisconsin, which we all had Wisconsin. And Wisconsin is terrible now. Is Northwestern in if they beat Michigan State? Mm. Ohio State. So what do you what do you mean? Like to if, the if they no. Michigan if they beat Michigan State, they're seven and zero. Is Northwestern in the four spot? No, they, no, they'll be no. They would they would be like. probably. I would see them. Here's I why. see them at five because Wisconsin's not who they thought. Six and that would move Iowa State back to seven. I I see. I don't know. Everybody loves the Big Ten. I'm sorry. I fucking hate the Big Ten. <laughs> I hate. I could. This is the least given amount of shit game all weekend for me, and it's so disrespectful that they're playing in my beloved Lucas Oil Stadium. <laughs> what a crapshoot! I don't give a shit. I'm sorry. Even if Iowa State wasn't in playoff contention, I'm still pissed that Ohio State is getting the respect that they get with this ranking. Northwestern is horrible, and they're 14th. I'm taking in a rematch. JP gave my respect. I'm giving the respect. The Hawks are beating them in this rematch. Northwestern sucks. They lost to a horrible Michigan State team. Ohio State, I don't even know what to think of them. They haven't played in the last nine weeks, and they don't want to play anybody because they know they'll just get in because they're spoiled brats. 20 and a half, no. They're not going to cover 20 and a half because Northwestern is the slowest team in the country, and it'll probably be 14 points. I don't know. Who gives a shit, to be honest? Who gives a shit? But this game will probably be 42 to... Are they... Are they going to score 28 points? I don't know. See, now we don't know. I don't know. Fucking Vegas. I don't care. I don't care. But guess what? I just have that gut feeling that Northwestern will cover because they're they're just the slowest team in the country, no matter how bad they're off. Northwestern is just there. They're going to keep Ohio State off. Northwestern over-unders this year, 1-6. Yeah, there's not one over win. That that's how bad that offense is. 
By the way, that was a game I lost on some BS. That was Michigan State, by the way. If you just, cared. Just broke. far more winners and losers on this podcast. Don't get wrapped up. We get wrapped up in our losers, but we have a, we don't have that many. I just get wrapped up in Big Ten Conference Championships. Uh, I think Ohio State does cover here. I think they win this game big just because Northwestern's not that good. Ohio State is a good team. I think they kind of fucked a lot of teams over in the, going into the playoff. Uh, this whole year is a shit show, but I think they do cover here and they win easily. Do you have an opinion? <laughs> No. I mean, no. What's it matter? What's it, they're going to let no. Ohio State in. What's it matter? I don't care about this game. Yeah, I mean, as a Big matter? Ten fan, am I supposed to care? No. Yeah. I think I mean, we got yeah, a stat. Yeah, yeah, we got yeah. a stat. Hey, stat, stat guy, go. I got, I got more head-to-head stuff. The Wildcats are 1-7 against the spread in the last eight. The favorite is 7-1 against the spread in the last oh. eight meetings. And the o- the over is 6-1 in the last seven meetings, in the last seven meetings between these two teams. So. Also, that 7-1 has got to just be Ohio State favorite the whole time. Yeah. Maybe Ohio State wins 21 to nothing. Maybe. No, they'll put up more than 20. There's no, there's no <laughs> the over doesn't. <laughs> no. Ohio State's offense is good, but Northwestern's offense just sucks so bad. That's why I think they're going to Hey, Ramsey was a third team all Big Tenner. That tells you everything. The Big Ten issue. was bad this oh year. The Big God. Ten cross the board was just a bad conference this year. It Game of the week for the Big Ten. Rutgers, Nebraska, 3 p.m. Yes. Friday afternoon. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Skirts? 6 30. What? I'm seeing 6 30. No, it says it on there. It's 4 p.m. I thought they. I was just saying, I it's four. Three. I don't know, man. I'm just looking at what I'm Four Eastern. Okay. I got 6.30 on the hard yeah, rock, So watch it while you're <laughs> sitting at work, finishing up your Friday, and then turn it off. I mean, go do something else with your time. <laughs> Rutgers, 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 Rutgers. Yeah, pub- plays public Rutgers. heavy on Rutgers, which is fine. We don't deserve anything. So, yeah, let's not talk about them. But let's jump to a- another big game. Let's go Let's go to the uh, Pac-12. Ooh, all right. Another uh, controversial conference here Oregon and USC USC 5 and 0 comeback win against UCLA last week UCLA controlled the whole game uh they're 3 and 2 against the spread and Oregon is 3 and 2 overall and 2 and 3 against the spread 3 and 2 in the conference title game what the hell's going on okay Oregon also 3 point underdogs in this game is all the over under is 62 and a half Hold on. I, I hate the Pac-12. It's just behind the Big Ten. I'm just, I'm sorry. I would feel I bad. Mean, at least we give things to the no, fucking no, no, no. country. I would feel bad if, JP, if you didn't get to watch the count. Hawks this year. But how entertaining I think this year would have been without... I'm, I'm going against two Big Ten people here. But how entertaining would this college football season be without the Pac-12, without the Big Ten playing? I think all the other Schaefer hates every conference. I'm just sorry. I'm sorry. All the other conferences have gotten it right for the most part. Are we serious? Washington, we get COVID real. I do not disagree. This Oregon team is horrible. They lost to Cal in Oregon State. Are we serious? Are we act USC? I'm not gonna give you any USC. USC can score. This Oregon team is horrible. They've lost to two horrible teams. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I would rather rewatch last week's UCLA USC game than watch this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I, looking at USC, I get. I don't have any respect for that team. Like, Keaton Slovis is a stud. We knew he was. He was a stud last year when he, he started getting playing really time. Really good. Like but he's I, the best quarterback they've had in ten years. Shit on the no, he got, he, he, got he got hurt. He got hurt. He got hurt. Yeah, and then the bad backup yeah. came in. He was playing well, and then he got hurt. Um, which you don't ever want to see. Like that's a situation where you don't want to see a kid go down, especially when he's been playing well. But, I mean, I don't have respect for USC. They should have started the year off 0-2. Arizona State put one down their leg. They should have won that game. USC is just there. And they're, all, they're good Notre Dame to me right now. Like, I just feel like – Not Notre Dame this year. Not disrespect Notre, Notre Dame Not this like year. That. Not this year. But usually you look at Notre Dame, you're like, wow, okay, fine. they got some wins. But they never pan out. I think that's USC to a T. 
five games. You've played five teams that have either been way worse than people thought they were or just bad. And I, you like UCLA, play anybody outside the Pac-12, tell me how they do. Probably not very well. I yeah, get they that's, score. That's tough to, that's tough to say. That, okay, I'm, I'm going to throw out a take. I'm going to throw out a take, and you guys tell me if it's hot or you kind of agree. USC is a younger Nebraska where they're trying to get back to the point where they were, but they still win games and are ranked longer because I, they play lesser teams in the Pac-12. Hot take. That's a hot take. I don't, it's a hot I, take. Listen, listen, Mark. I don't I, think I, it no, is. I, I, I think they are. You, but Keaton Slovis is... He's a lot. I mean, they get Jeffrey Martinez. I mean, he just I'm, that's one player. I'm saying as a the team, they're in the same place. A big deal. This kid's a game changer. And then they have a Saint Brown on the outside. Yeah. Oh yeah. They have great receivers. They've got athletes. This is a, next year. They're going to be. They're going to be a threat. When's the last time we didn't say they're going to be a threat? The they say year. that every year. No. no, no every okay. Year, every year. Fine. Okay. And you we'll we'll see. No, we'll see. We will see. No, we will see who they play in the non-conference. Because, well, okay, they're not going to play in a big. They won't play in a bowl game, maybe because they're in California. Like, maybe no, 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 no. I'm not talking somewhere. about this year. No, but I'm saying like next year, you we'll see a, who they play in the non-conference. They'll game. get a Big Ten team or a was, SEC team. I don't. I don't know. I, l- listen, l- listen to this offer from me. Offer as Shark Tank as uh, applying myself to being the new Pac-12 commissioner. Oregon. No, we need come to the Big Ten. USC. We need no, no <laughs> USC. Colorado. USC, I know they're in the same division. Colorado stinks. Colorado just lost to Utah. Who's a good team, but they're 2 2 2. They're 4 and 1. Utah? No, Colorado's 4 and 1. Yeah, yeah Colorado's 4 and 1. Utah's a decent team. No. We're ba- they were battling for the spot. If Colorado would have won, this is Colorado Oregon. You would talk about yeah, shit right. bowls of the toilet bowl. I'm not saying. I, I would have rather seen the Buffs. I would rather watch Colorado play USC than Oregon. I'd rather watch the Buffs play anybody rather than. Oregon right now. <laughs> Why is this line so close then? Because so it's close because, because they don't think they, either team yeah, they is that don't, great. They don't know. It's the Pac-12. But I think Oregon's head and shoulders above or sorry. Oh. I, I'm not taking the game so it's not a jinx. USC is head and shoulders above Oregon. At least a touchdown. Well, that's well, the At line's three touchdown. because somebody knows something. So what's the pitch? What's Vegas. the pitch? USC. Yeah. I said, yeah, I said USC, USC. by USC. three. Yeah. Okay. I, I have USC. no play in this game. I we probably won't low. watch it. We give the what's your opinion? Pitch? If you had to pick, there's a gun to your head, Come on, JP. USC. What are you, you know picking? It. Lean the over. Ooh. Oh, okay. When in doubt, go to the over. <laughs> okay. I'd I take USC here. I think Oregon's bad. Uh, Oregon State did. They got beat by Stanford last week. Stanford isn't what we thought they'd be. Uh, that's, so that's a bad loss, although it is a rivalry game. I still think USC wins by a touchdown here, so that would be my pick. All right, let's go to the SEC, the big game, Alabama at Florida. Is it that big of a game anymore? I think it's still intriguing. I, think I mean, it's like, Florida, Florida, it was before last week. Yeah, Florida losing to LSU, bad, bad, bad for the SEC. Alabama, 10-0, and 8-2 against the spread. They've been Holy rolling. Over. They might be 7-0 and in their last the seven games. This over is 74. 74 and a half. Alabama favored by 17. If you're betting Florida to win, miraculously, it's plus 575 on the money line. What seven, are we doing? Dude, I don't I, think 74 and a half is that. Do you really think Florida's going to put up What are you thinking, points? like 45 to 30? They both have Heisman contenders quarterbacks. Congrats. He played well last week. But, they okay, last week was in a musky, in a musky, or oh bullshit! Give me a break! Don't it was foggy. It was whatever. This is a dry. This is in Atlanta. Mercedes Benz Stadium. Say, look at what Florida's defense. Neutral side. No, no, no. That's that's the over. Team. That's why the over though. Yes, Atlanta. Florida's defense is bad, Reese. I agree. I know, but they, they have pits. They got a tight end. On the other they side. have Trask at quarterback. No, 
I get that. One kid will be locked down so fast by a defensive scheme fit up by Saban that it won't even be funny. We talk about the college football playoff a lot, but it all, might all be for nothing. I think Alabama wins this year easily, honestly. I'm getting LSU vibes from last year. Not as good as LSU nah, last year, yeah, but no. they are they just well, so like under the radar too. What, what was the receiver that got injured this year? What? For was what? They're they high college football. No, Alabama got thermal. Yes, thank you, Reese. Waddle. Waddle got hurt this year. He was supposed to be their top receiver. But here's the deal. I think Alabama covers, I mean... 17? I'm not going to not take Alabama in this game. I mean, oh, I'm hot, taking Bama. They're the hottest team Give in the country. They're the hottest team against the spread. They can score just quicker than anybody I've ever seen. We didn't talk about Alabama-Arkansas last week, but if, it, if I would have known Man, it was 31, I'm hammering that Alabama. That sucks. 52 to 3? That sucks to see my pigs get rolled over oh like that. Oh, my but that, God. That shows, that's, exactly, that shows how good Alabama is this year. That's a respectable Arkansas team, and they gave Arkansas zero shot. It was 3 to 3, and then they rattled off 49 in a row. <clears throat> that's why I'm saying, I don't, Florida, how do you recover from a loss like that last week? I don't I don't know. I, I don't know. I think that... Travis, you got to take Bama. I like that over. I don't like over that over. Over 4-0 in the last I say, I love that over. <laughs> I like Alabama spread, and I love the over. I think Alabama could put up 50. But I, I think they could put up... If, if Saban wants to, he'll put up 60. He put up 50 it's last week against Arkansas. I was going to say, if Saban rubbing. wants to, he'll put up 60. I just don't. I if don't you know. see a sixty-three to twenty-five, twenty-four final, don't be surprised. Yeah, I don't know. If I, I see that too. Florida. I don't know if I believe in Florida to put up that many points to help the over. I do. I believe in Kyle Trask. If, that if Kyle Trask is supposed to be in the Heisman race as a quarterback, so is Mac Jones. You should be able to. Well, that I I know, but if you're a Heisman contender quarterback in the SEC, you should be able to put up twenty-four points against Alabama. Uh, does this game? Does this game decide the Heisman? My yeah, I yeah. Nobody thought about that. I think. I haven't looked at it, but I think wouldn't Mac Jones have it? I mean, after the loss last week, wouldn't yeah, he's the favorite. Right now. I'll say, wouldn't he have it? And there's no way. Trask didn't play bad. He didn't play well. Not good enough. Good two picks. LSU. I mean, yeah, I'll just say not good enough. That's Bo Pelini over at LSU. <laughs> shout out, shout, shout out, black Bo. shirts. Should have stayed at Youngstown State. Go Penguins. <laughs> no, fuck that. Should have stayed in Nebraska. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, yeah, I think are we in agreement? Alabama and over. Alabama, 17. Uh, we're not in agreement on the over, but I we're play not. Alabama. Reese gives us the stat. I get the stat. 5-0! Like, I get the stat. You I don't think don't Saban wants it. to put up 60 in an SEC championship game? I, I'm just saying I don't. Oh, fucking right he does. I don't believe on Florida on the other side. Bama's also 6-1 against the spread in the last seven games. Yeah, that I believe. Bama's rolling teams, dude. They cover like a motherfucker. Does anybody want to play them right now? Because Bama? I think Notre Dame might think they want to play. Oh, does anybody want to play them? I thought you meant on the board. Uh, we'll get, we'll get Notre Dame next, will think they want to play them. We'll get to the next two teams, but I think the next two teams definitely want to play them. So. All right, that wraps up conference championship talk, I believe. Whoa. Whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. Time whoa, out. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The most important one. one more. All right, all right. It's like it's like part of the world here. It's a little late. Little Clemson, South Carolina, dun, South Bend, Indiana. Clemson. Oh, fucking Notre Dame. Give me the Tigers. I didn't even have that game up. Give me the Tigers. No, let's go into it. Let's go to Clemson, Notre Dame. The rematch earlier this year, but this time includes Trevor Lawrence. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, they think he's going to be a massive difference in the game. Uh, what's our opinion in this game? Is this the biggest game of the week? 
Yeah. The best game? Oh, yes. Give it to you yes. straight. Notre Dame wins. Clemson's out. Clemson wins. They're both in. Yes. That's yeah. what, that is why it's the biggest game. That's what the league. committee hopes happens. Absolutely. I Notre Dame is 6-0 and uh, versus winning te- or teams with winning records. 60. Notre Dame's. Here's the deal. Ten and we, a half points spread, by talk, the way. We talk about Trevor Lawrence and how much of an impact he's going to make. This defense gave up 34 rushing yards against Clemson the first time they played. And DJ Small Guitar threw for almost 500 yards. Are you telling me Trevor Lawrence is going to throw for much more than that? I mean, come on. Nobody is points-wise. He's 10 points better than DJ is. Do we really think so? This, yes, yes. We're gonna okay. I'm sorry, but we're gonna have to argue that next year. That kid is very, very. No, good. we know he's good, but Trevor Lawrence right now. The is experience 10 alone is worth ten points. He's at least five points better because the spread's five points difference. I, I think if Notre Dame creates turnovers, they're gonna cover. I actually, I already have Notre Dame. I put it in. I like them in double digits. They need to create turnovers to cover and win this game. It was very interesting. They they held ATN to 18 carries for 28 yards. But that's because they left. felt like they had to just key on Notre him. Dame first conference title, right? title game ever. Like, I get I get that DJ Ulele played well and he threw for over 400 yards, right? But you're not as worried about him. Like, they were. that's what they were set on, right? They were set on, let's kill the run. Let's make this kid beat us, which he did, technically. That kid's But so now they've got to worry about a kid who they know can beat Is him he through Trevor the air. Lawrence good? I think the right only, now, Trevor I think Lawrence. the only no, obviously not. I think the only thing Trevor Lawrence has over DJ is that Trevor Lawrence has sneaky running abilities, which could hurt Notre Dame in this game. I just still think that Notre Dame needs Notre Dame wants to put the uh, knife on Clemson's neck. They want him out of the playoff. They want him dead. This is their first, maybe even only time in the ACC. Both teams have a lot to play for, but I mean. This is almost a playoff game in, them, in themselves for Notre Dame, who's always been shitted on in playoff in mm-hmm. college football playoff games. I you I, think Notre Dame wins? No, no, but I have them at ten. That's a lot of points. That's double digits for a team that's number two in the country. For a team that played that well against them. Yeah, exactly. I I don't know. I think that this Notre Dame defense is good. They need to create turnovers. Ian Book is a game ma- game manager. He's not going to make or break the game, but if he can manage the game, not turn the ball over, I mean, come on. How, how close? I'm sorry, but Vegas has been disrespecting Notre Dame all season. I, there's a good reason. They don't. They haven't oh. covered for me once. I don't. I'm gonna Here's the deal. you got to look back and go back to the 400 yards, Ugalele through four. He also had three turnovers. Um, and so they don't turn that ball over three times. Maybe they turn it over once. That game doesn't even go into overtime. Clemson wins. Covers. I'm pretty sure Notre Dame turned the ball over twice. Just just heads up. Notre Dame so still also 5-5 five five. and five against the spread this year. Even being disrespected, if they are, they're 5-5. Five and five. So they don't cover that often. But neither does Clemson. They're 4-6. and six. I'm not saying that they're the like end-all, be-all. But I do think Clemson wins this game by yeah. 17. And if you don't think that Clemson's defense got absolutely ripped apart that next week, you're nuts. Because I don't think... They're going to give up 47 more. I get it was double overtime, but I don't think they're going to give up 30 more to Notre Dame this week. Ooh. Okay, so what happens if... Say, and I know I made say, a bold prediction last night. Say time, Clemson but. wins by two touchdowns. Are we going to see another argument about Notre Dame not getting in the playoffs? No, they're in. They should be in. Even There's if no they lose business. by two touchdowns? That's fine. Three touchdowns? 
have three touchdowns. Four touchdowns? Jesus. How I'm far? just saying. I'll, 17. No, I'm just saying. What's the what's the number? Put Coastal thinks, in the college football playoff. <laughs> somebody thinks Clemson's going to kill Notre Dame. So there's got to be a number. But you just flip them at two and like one. Like yeah, who do you Notre put Dame in Notre Dame goes to three, Clemson goes to two, and then so whoever's gonna put, four is going to be the a, exact same. They're going to have to. So I'm tired of both of these teams. Put them both out. But you're you're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna what, a, what a blow. A one play. loss AM team that didn't play in a conference title game gets in over a one loss Notre Dame team that lost by twenty to Clemson. I I'm not arguing. I'm just I'm just saying I mean, there's gonna be an argument, argument about it. Schaefer's pick argument. Notre Dame plus ten. It's yes. Ten and a half it, now, it is by the still, way. I, I like Notre Dame. I'm not stirring away JP's from it. I'm just pick? trying to create Contra. I'm still looking and... at this right now. Um Gimme Clemson. I can see them both. I I just feel like ten and a half is a spot where they're like Begging you to take Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Begging you. And this number may fall a little bit. It may go up a little bit. It's Who gone knows? up a little bit. I'm definitely going to wait. I'm going to wait. And I'm not going to give out a pick now because it's not going to help this you This might right be now. a read the line. I'm just going to simply wait and see. I bet you this jumps up to like 12 and a half. It's a ten, game day. It's a 10 and a half on our old hard rock account right now. Yeah, 10 and a half live right now. I think Clemson wins this game by 17. Give me the Tigers. They've just been there, done that. Notre Dame, first time ever being in a conference title game. All right, now that wraps up big. I can't believe I did that. Big conference championship games. Floor is open. Time for the side picks of the week. Yeah, so I got I like Buffalo, by the way. Before we. That was another game. I was going to say we're getting there. I love Buffalo. (laughs) I love Buffalo. Um, Buffalo has been absolutely dismantling teams. They had one game that was 19 points. That was the closest game they've had. That was week one, by the way. They have the best rushing attack in the country. They have a great quarterback on their side. Jarrett Patterson is must-see TV. Listen, the kid is better than Brees Hall. It's so disrespectful. Uh, okay, <laughs> it's so disrespectful that we haven't talked about the kid has rushed for over a thousand yards in five games. Yeah, five he's games. But he's a, just an animal, and I don't see Ball State really having a chance in this game. Oh no! And I don't know why the line's at thirteen and a half. This line's going to get to sixteen. I mean that's a prediction. I took it already at thirteen. That's what I'm saying is, and I get Ball State is five and one. Blah, What's their blah, best blah. win? Central What's Michigan. Their, Dude, the, they should have lost of last their week. Games. I did. I'm so, I'm sorry. I didn't see no. a forward lateral last week. They uh, should not be in the conference game. But all their games are played within seven <laughs> points, whether the team's good or bad. The defense defense gives up 150 yards on the ground, which is kind of average, right in the middle there. They're going to give up 300 this week. They're a balanced attack. They're not going to be be able to keep up with Buffalo. Take Buffalo. Give me Buffalo 13 and a half as well. Absolutely. I think Buffalo needs to dominate in this game and play somebody respectable in them. What do you want in a bowl? No, no, no. In a bowl game. No, no, no. They're playing to play some. Maybe Buffalo Coastal game? That'd be Uh, awesome. No, they'll give Coastal someone at Power 5. Yeah, but uh, we want that. We want that. Well, I'm just. Got to test them. Coastal, obviously, we didn't touch on it earlier. Coastal, heavy public favorite. 80% going on Coastal 3 and a half. So fuck you, Schaefer. That's fine. We like going against the public. We're all right. Um, Army Air Force. So this is for the Commander in Chief Trophy oh, yeah, right here. So, on, sorry. Um, this is a kind of a big one that you're kind of looking at with just the armed forces. We watched the Army G- Navy game last week. Obviously, it was snow on the ground. It was foggy. You expected a low-scoring game just with the fact that two option teams that know each other very well. Um, Navy's not very good. Ar- or Air Force blew them out. Army probably would have beat them by more in better conditions. Um an interesting point is Army's two and a half point dogs, but they're dogs in I think my opinion because they haven't played as good of teams as Air Force has, right? I mean, they have wins over Middle Tennessee, ULM, uh, Abilene Christian, the Citadel, UTSA, Mercer, 
Georgia Southern, and Navy. And they played two teams they played that were good. They played a close game with Cincinnati. And then they got beat by Tulane by 20. So it's kind of an interesting spot. I get why Air Force is favored, but I don't see Air Force being that great either. But I do like Army in this one sucks. with the points. Um, I'm sorry. They, they do suck. They're, I bet on a couple of yeah. times this year. They're, they're bad. Air Force is 3-2 and two right now, obviously mm-hmm. with the uh, shortened season in the Mountain West. They, Army eight and two. Army wants yeah. to win the trophy. This UTSA. Is the, this is the tri trophy. Not UTSA. Sorry. Army. Be, oh, one on Army last week too. Seven. Yeah. We both I'm saying, that. They need to beat. They beat Navy. They, know mm-hmm. they beat Air Force. And they got the trophy. Well, Air Force has blown out the teams they need to blow out, right? And Navy, New Mexico, Utah State, three really bad football teams. Um, lost by nineteen to a Boise State team where they put up thirty. That's pretty. I mean, that's surprising. Put up thirty on a Boise State team that's usually ready for the option. Um, and the loss to San Jose State, 17-6. I think that Air Red Force flags is the most, everywhere on the offense here. I think I Air, Air Force is the most pass-willing team out of those three. They are, and I think they, they're a little more balanced, but I do like Army. Good, for good reason. This is at Mikey Stadium at West Point, too. For the good reason chief. as well, though. Navy, I watched when they were throwing the ball last week, it was like a like a grade oh. school quarterback trying to throw the football. Oh, my God. It's like watching Luke McCaffrey. I uh, Thank yeah. you for thank you for your service. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, I'm just again. What a great game to watch. <laughs> that was. Uh, I love watching. I, know, I like Army. Um, I really don't have anything for this week. So bang bang bang! Wait wait wait! It's no, time. I, no, I was just gonna say yeah. We, so oh, we move into the other. It is time for Shaper's lock of the week. Uh, he's been great on these. So get your fucking pen. Get your paper out. Write this down. This is the bet you're definitely going to book. What is it? Sorry, I don't. First of all, I want to apologize. What's, what's we didn't even we didn't even get our lock of the bet or lock of the week last week. Miami and Bowling Green got canceled. Very true. So yeah, that's the second time that's happened, but it doesn't count as a loss, and it's it's not a win. But we're back. We're, we, are, back. we are. We are. We the slow intro. Go yeah. into no, this. What's the I lock? Tell me the lock. Wow. Now I got you guys grabbing for more. Missouri minus one and a half versus Mississippi State. With all the great games that you have next week. Why not put a shitty game you don't want to watch, but you have money on it now and you want to watch it? I'm giving you a winner. If you haven't watched Mississippi State this year, they are horrible. They have absolutely declined since that LSU game. I mean, they're not relevant. They can't score. They benched the Stanford transfer. Uh, sorry, I'm Words. Big 12 guy. Losing my mind. Um, coach, Leach. Leach has I mean, absolutely look, look given up on this big team. fucking name of yeah. Mike Lee, absolutely given up on this team. They they were held to three points in the first three quarters last week. One and a half is just a win. It's just a win. That's all I'm asking. Missouri, they had a bad second half against Georgia last week, but I'm telling you, their defense looked good in the first half. They are a team that needs to play for wins. They are surprising everybody this year. They were expected to win maybe two games this year. I think they're at five. They want to go for six, maybe have a chance to play in a bowl game this year. This game matters a hell of a lot more to Missouri than it does to Mississippi State. So give me Miss, or Missouri, minus one and a half, lock of the week. That's lock of the week. Ding, 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 ding. I hate Missouri and I hate watching them, but I'm fucking <laughs> taking it. Because Schaefer said to, and the guy wins on when it comes to the lock of the week. So that's the bet to take there. Uh, no NFL parlays this week? I haven't looked at it too hard right now, but... We'll, we'll tweet it out if they come. haven't set it up yet, um, but from what I've been listening to, because obviously I have very little knowledge in the NFL, take the Saints at home 
plus four for what I saw against the Chiefs. The Chiefs are a team that just lets teams hang around. The Saints had a shitty loss last week. They need to win this game at home. Ooh, I don't know if I like that. The Chiefs are good. I don't think I they are good. No, they are good. They are good. Listen, but, 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 they but, were but, six but. and a half point favorites last, or was it seven? They were seven point favorites last week. They were killing the Dolphins. And what did the Chiefs do? They let them roll back into it. Dolphins lose by six. The Dolphins I'm not a saying field the Saints are going to win. Like Thirty this seconds game, left to cover. This game will come down to a field goal. This game will come down to a field goal. Oh, I don't know. Drew Brees less Saints. Yes. No. Jason Hill Saints. Words. Yes. West Army knife at home. I'm okay. In I'm just the dome. That's that's what I got for your NFL. That's your NFL play of the week. Uh, look for a maybe NFL money line parlay this week. College basketball, we've still been working on it, still taking information in. We know a couple things for sure. We're getting better, and then we'll continue to tweet those picks out, and they will. It'll become a bigger topic here in a couple of weeks when college football is done, done. But obviously, it's a big time for college football, so we're gonna stay on that. But I think that wraps up another episode of the It's Just Money podcast. Again, we appreciate Will Scott joining the show. First guest ever. Many more to come. Uh, he was a great guest. Great talking to that guy. It's been a great week. We gave you a lot of winners, so book these bets. Let us know how they go. Eh, we know how they're going to go. We're going to have the same damn bets. Uh, appreciate you joining us, and we'll see you next week. Deuces. Love you, Lord, you over Royce, yeah.